Hey there, friends. Okay, I don't know what the Lord is doing here with the podcast, but all I know is when he puts something on my heart, I better, I better listen and obey. So there's a few things coming that, like I have said in previous episodes, I don't know if this is a pause from our quote unquote regular programming or if this is a new direction that the Lord has this podcast going on. So if you're here and you're along for the ride, it's going to be fun. Like, let's see, because we know, we know that when we put our faith, trust, hope, everything into the Lord, we know that he shows up in a massive way, right? So I'm here to obey the Lord. I'm here to obey the things that he puts on my heart. And so today, today, today's episode, episode, what is this? 233 is, do you really believe what you say you believe? I mean, seems pretty straightforward, but Let's dig into this a little bit because it's not exactly what you think I'm talking about, although it's probably pretty close. So how's that for a tease? Let's get started. Grab your coffee because I think you're going to need it. Hey, Kingdom Builder. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Okay, today I posted an image on Facebook. Actually, I was scroll. I'm, I'm not spending a whole lot of time on social media, and I am not mad about that one bit, which is so funny. This is not what I was talking about at all, but which is so funny because I've always kind of enjoyed it. Like, it was fine. It wasn't something that I felt I needed to rid myself of, but having been off of it really for about two months or so, um... I have like zero attachment to it, which is so nice. But anyways, I um, I think I was answering messages and I saw somebody's post and she posted this. So I grabbed the picture and I shared it on my Facebook feed and I'm getting likes like crazy and amens and all the things. So let me share it with you. And it kind of spurred an idea that I had had a while back. And I think I even shared one of the very few posts that I have done recently, something to this effect about, do you really believe what you say believe you believe? Or let me just be blunt. Is it just lip service? Like how many times do we do that? God is so good. God is good. 
and then the you know proverbial you know what hits the fan and you're like oh well maybe I don't so let me read this to you the deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain thanking God through the trials trusting him when we're tempted to lose hope and loving him even when he seems distant at my lowest God is my hope at my darkest God is my light at my weakest God is my strength at my saddest God is my comforter. Amen. 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 Right? That's what we will say. So I don't know where this falls with you, but right, it sounds good. Absolutely. At my lowest, God is my hope. At my darkest, God is my light. At my weakest, God is my strength. At my saddest, God is my comfort. Yes, please. And amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All of it. And then we hit a bump. And that's when we find out, do we really believe what we say we believe or is it just lip service? So maybe you're not in a time of darkness or lowest or weakest or saddest or deepest or darkest or any of those things. Maybe, maybe everything's good. Awesome. I remember a few years ago driving my daughter and her friend home from golf practice. So this is a few years ago because this is before she could drive. And I do not remember what we were talking about. And you have to understand, I kind of have the world's worst memory, but there are a few things that stick in my mind. And this conversation is one of them. I don't remember the exact details of this conversation, but I do remember saying, even in the bad, God is good. Even in telling her, it is not enough to say God is good only in the good times. God is good no matter what. No joke, that is the essence of what I I told her and what we were talking about. And I wish I could remember the entire conversation. But here's the kicker. It was maybe a couple weeks, maybe a few days later that the high school that she attended was victim, was a victim of a school shooting. And it was one of those times, you know, where those conversations come flooding back to you and you are forced to say, do I, do I really believe that? And my answer is unequivocally, yes. Yes. God is good. I will praise the Lord. Absolutely. The night of the fire. If you're new to the show, on on October, where am I? On December 16th, our house uh, was, uh, we had a fire. We had a garage fire. We have not been back home yet. I mean, we go in and grab stuff and do whatever, but it's not livable at the moment. There's so much smoke damage. Um, and I was talking to somebody that evening and she was saying, and she's a believer. She loves Jesus. And she was just, you know, remarking on how good the Lord was to spare my daughter and I, my oldest daughter. In fact, the same daughter from the previous story. Um, and I remember saying, you know, e- even if something happened to one of us, God is still good. I know that. I know that with every fiber of my being. I know that because I've walked it. 
you've listened to my story of our son and um, our our loss with our son, you know that in that that what I share in that testimony of that story is I remember sitting in the hospital room looking down at my Bible and looking and going, it is all true. It is all real. My question remains to you, friend. Do you truly believe what you say you believe? Or is it, praise the Lord, God is good when everything is skipping along? Please do not for a second misunderstand me. There are hard times. I've shared a few of them with you here, even in this podcast. I've walked through many, many hard, dark days. Some of you have walked through darker, harder. This is not a comparison time. God gives us what we are able to handle at that moment, right? I am not for a second saying that you should be going through pain, dark days, anguish, and laughing, pretending that everything's hunky-dory when in fact your heart has been shattered into a thousand pieces. Not at all. But what I am saying is that it's one thing to say that God is good And it's another to know it because you've seen his goodness on display. Maybe you never, maybe you've never walked through a hard time. Is, are you prepared to say that your God is good no matter what? So we had to pick up our, our daughter from summer camp a night early. This is a few years ago. So because of where the summer camp was, it was either <laughs> you we either came that night before and spent the night there, which they had the capacity for that, or we stayed down the way and we'd have to get up like super early and drive the hour up the mountain to get there. So we decided, you know, stay up there. We'll go to their nightly, that particular meeting that night and make a, you know, make a like an adventure out of it. So that's what we did. So we got there and we went to the meeting. And there was a young youth pastor speaking, like literally my husband and I kept looking at him. We're like, is he like 18 years old? It just shows that we're so much, we're old. You know, that's what happens. Everyone looks younger. Um, And (laughs) come to find out he had been married for a few years. He had a couple of young kids. And so anyway, that's not the point of the story. What he said that made, made such an impact on me. At the time that we were there, that song Oceans by Hillsong was playing on repeat just about, well, anywhere you went, any Christian place you went, like we were singing at church all the time. It was on the Christian radio. Like we were, it was hearing, I was hearing it all the time. I love the song. The thing that happened when we hear something over and over again is we kind of stop thinking about the words and they just become words, or I should say we stop thinking about the meaning and they just become words. If you're familiar with that song, if you're not, go listen to it. But if you're familiar with that song, there's a part in there and I am not musical, so I can't tell you if it's the chorus or the bridge or the something or other, but towards the end of it, it says these words, spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. 
Let me read those words again. This is a plea to the Lord. Spirit, lead me. Lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. His challenge to the kids and then to myself and my husband since we were sitting there listening to him was, don't sing those words unless you truly mean them. I remember my high school pastor saying, if you're not going to obey and and believe these words that you hear at church, at school, at you know, whatever from God's word, then don't listen. It's the same thing here. If you don't really believe these things, if you're not really going to live that out, then don't sing those words. Don't sing those prayers to the Lord. When you look at your business, what are you praying? What are you singing? Are you standing in church singing these hymns or these songs? And and is that the plea of your heart? Are you asking the Lord to lead you where your trust has no borders? Are you asking the Lord to take you deeper than your feet could ever wander so that your faith would be made stronger? Think about the words you read, the requests you make to the Lord, the songs you sing in church, and now ask yourself, do you really believe those words? Is that what you really want from the Lord? Or are you just looking for a spiritual slot machine where you enter in some requests, pull the handle and receive an overabundance of blessings? If only it were that easy, right? Ask yourself this. Do you really believe what you say you believe? When things get hard, do you truly believe? When things are hard in your business, whether the sales are not coming or, you know, people are not ordering or, you know, your, your team isn't growing the way that you want it to, what are you praying? When you're asking the Lord, Lord, you know, I want to do your will. I want to grow my business the way that honors you. Bring those people to me and it's not happening. Are you trusting him? Are you trusting the Lord in the hard the same way you are when it's all, you know, field of daisies and skipping through and, you know, the sun is shining and there's rainbows everywhere? Ask yourself, do you really believe that? When the things get hard, do you truly believe? Is God your hope, your light, your strength, and your comfort? The verses that I've been drawn to so far this year, you know, all the way into a few weeks of January, have been the ones about praising the Lord. I look at, you know, where the Lord has us right now, and to be perfectly honest, I am so carried by the hand of God. Like, I can't even believe our house caught on fire. I can't even believe it. We walk in there, there's the reality of it all, but I see the goodness of God around us. And I'm choosing, choosing a decision, a decision to see the goodness of God. Do you know what I have ahead of me? I need to go through my garage where all of my pictures of my babies are. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And it's another opportunity for me to trust that my God is good. I can't save those pictures. And as I already told you, my, my, uh, I have the world's worst memories, so a lot of those memories are gone. Is my God still good? Sure, we've got health, 
Those are those are minor things, right? Pictures, scrapbooks, things. They're all things. It's fine. The, 99% of it can all be replaced in one way or another. But the question still remains, do I trust my God to walk me through this? All of it. Yeah, I do. And each trial that we walk through brings about another opportunity for us to trust him. A new way to trust him. I don't know where you find yourself. But I will tell you from my personal experience. My God. Yahweh. The Lord. My God. The Lord. Your God is worthy of your trust, your hope, your dependence, your life. He will, without a doubt, give you more than you could ever begin to imagine. And I do not mean money. Sure, it might be. But I'll tell you right now, my my faith is stronger today than it's ever been. And that has nothing to do with my bank account. It has everything to do with me seeing my God providing and showing up in ways that I never could have imagined. If you find yourself struggling to see the goodness of God, you've said it. You've said, praise the Lord, God is good. But now you're in the deep and the dark and the hard. Business isn't doing what you want it to do. Maybe your marriage isn't. As good as you put it out there on Instagram. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you've walked through miscarriage or stillbirth like I have. Or just things are hard. And you're having a hard time seeing the goodness of God. Would you do me a favor? First, I want you to ask the Lord to show you. To open your eyes to his goodness. And second, I want you to write down any time, any time you experience his goodness from the smallest, tiniest, most mundane thing to big things. We have a jar on the counter and what did I put? I think I said ways we've seen the goodness of God and I've got post-it notes inside of there And as we think of ways in which we've seen the goodness of God, we're writing them down and putting them in there. And I'm trying to go back and remember ways that we saw the goodness of God like immediately after the fire. I'm putting those things in there. Because the enemy wants you more than anything to not believe that your God is good. And he is. He is The Lord, your God, if you have put your faith and trust in him, the Lord, your God, is good. Does not mean that everything around you is amazing. It just means that your trust and hope is not in the things around you. My hope is not in the things that were in my garage. My hope is not or was not in my son. My hope was not in my marriage. My hope is not on these earthly things. Sure, the enemy wants to rock my world sometimes. 
who wants to put my marriage through fire, my house through fire, my, you know, attempt trying to get pregnant and keeping these babies through fire. Financial fires, like all these things he wants more than anything to test that. So my question again, friend, do you really believe what you say you believe? Or is it just lip service? Father, I thank you for this, for each woman who is listening right now. I don't, I don't know who this is for, but I know you put it on my heart for somebody. And I just pray that she would see your goodness, your mercy, your kindness, that she would see you as hope and light and comforter in a new way. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you are good in all things. In your son's name. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or Click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.